Hey guys, welcome to another episode of A Slot With Morals. I'm your host, Ruby May. If you're a new listener, you can follow me on every social media platform by simply typing in A Slut With Morals in your favorite search engine. Huge shout out to my friends Pat from Podcastagram and Jeremy from Life Unplugged that gave me the opportunity to be on their speedcast, which I was able to meet and get to know so many other podcasters. And because of that, this episode is brought to you by the Mixed Politics Podcast with Beth and Staney. Listen to Mixed Politics on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, or just type in Mixed Politics on your YouTube search engine. Alrighty, let's get on to today's episode. So last episode, I talked about the eight secret fetishes of womankind. But what about the men? Webster's Dictionary defines a fetish as a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. Askmen.com and so many other websites listed this as their number one fetish. And one in seven men have this fetish. So I'm going to give you a moment to think about it. Okay. Are you ready? You think you got it? The number one fetish of men? Feet. How many of you got that right? Academic studies on the prevalence and membership of fetish discussion groups have found that feet and foot accessories are the most fetishized of all non-genital body parts and objects. Sigmund Freud even claimed that people sexualize feet because they resemble penises. Slightly going to have to disagree with you there, Freud, because no. I mean, we also have to remember that Freud was kind of really obsessed with his own penis and probably many other penises. So menshealth.com stated that a foot fetish can take various forms. Some people like licking and sniffing feet, whereas others prefer to massage them. There are folks who love when a foot is adorned in jewelry, such as an anklet or toe ring, and others prefer the raw foot, so to speak. Raw. I think that means naked, like nude, like there's no anything on it, right? Like, why would they say raw? No matter what, no matter what it is that someone likes about feet, just know it is completely healthy and normal. Having a foot fetish doesn't make you weird, deviant, or destined to be alone. There are plenty of people who have, who love having their feet touched, massaged, and worshipped, so you can absolutely find a partner who's down to be on the receiving end as you explore your kink. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I once dated a guy with a foot fetish. I didn't have to pay for my pedicures. I got foot massages all the time. And I think that for the entire year that we were together, I didn't have to buy shoes whatsoever. I mean, I mean, high heels, orthopedic shoes. If I wanted them, he would probably have gotten me them. But sneakers, I mean, anything. Dude was awesome. Number two, are you guys ready? Impact and sensation play. So what is that? Sensation play is pretty much harnessing the senses to heighten your sexual pleasure. So that's kind of like sensory deprivation. Tying up your partner, then blindfolding them. You stick some earbuds in their ears and you tease them. You play with them. They have no idea exactly what is going to happen next. So you add an impact play. 
and impact play is a human sexual practice in which one person is struck, usually repeatedly, by another person for the gratification of either or both parties, which may or may not be sexual in nature. It is considered a form of BDSM. So you have your partner tied up, blindfolded, sexy little playlist in their ears, and you tease them. And then you add a small spank or a pinch of the nipple. Hmm. Whew. Moving on. Number three is role playing. This is definitely fun. Get a little maid outfit or a nun costume. Maybe even play college student that needs a tutor or college professor or the virgin and the priest. Whew. Damn, I need some water. Next on our list, number four, is voyeurism and exhibitionism. Women also have this fetish. This is one of the secret fetishes that I listed in the last episode. And voyeurism and exhibitionism, aka having other people watch you have sex, or having public sex with that risk of getting caught. That's what that is. And next on our list, number five, is bondage. But... We kind of already know what bondage is, right? You get tied up, da-da-da-da, whatever. So with bondage, I want to talk toys on this one because, like I said, we all know what bondage is, right? And I was Googling these toys. <laughs> I found one, and oh my God, you guys, I could not stop fucking laughing. Gag lips are marketed as anti-wrinkling muscle tighteners. And I am so sorry, but no. They are forgiving BJs and only for beach. Like, there's no other ifs, ands, or buts about it. These things are hilarious to look at. Another toy is an anal hook. These hooks go inside the anus and then typically connect to a harness or another part of your body using rope. Obviously, it's not for beginners. Cock rings. They have some that send electric shocks to your, well, the junk. Then we have nipple clamps. We have adjustable nipple and clit clamps that connect from the nipples to the clit. Then you have your regular nipple clamps. Nipple clamps with a collar, ball gags really help to create a dom-sub dynamic, but that's actually like a hard pass for me actually. If you buy them from just anywhere, they can catch and pinch your lips. And I'm so sorry, but my lips are way too fucking pretty to be pinched like that. And it hurts. You have a sex swing, a silicone stretchy weighted cock ring, which is like doing a pull-up, but with your dick. Then you have, of course, spanking paddles, floggers, a chastity cage for a penis. Uh, I, I need to buy one of those, actually. Handcuffs. And then you have under-the-mattress restraints that are used to restrain both hands and feet. We have the leg spreader bar. Then you have your strap-on for those that want to peg or be pegged also need to purchase that. Number six was anal play, which if you need any tips or tidbits on that, I'll be adding that episode in the description below. I give a whole 25 minutes on how to get your partner ready for anal. Sex with other people was number seven, aka swinging or hot wifing, cuckolding, orgies, and sex parties. Group sex is number seven. Essentially, you all just, you want to fuck each other and have people watch you fuck and you watch other people fuck. 
and watching your person fuck someone else. So there's a lot of that going on at a sex party. So I've been told I have yet to do any of that, but you know what? Why not? I mean, there's a first time for everything. I used to not like sushi and now I will face fuck sashimi bowl. You know what I mean? Number eight. Number eight was really weird for me. Not weird as in like, hmm, just weird as in like a curious, like, I guess, maybe. Hmm. Number eight was non-human entities. <laughs> and at first I was thinking maybe like cartoons, you know, like I, like I get it. Like I want to fuck Trevor Belmont from Castlevania. That's an anime. And oh my God, I literally just remembered this episode of some show I watched on TV back when I was like 16. And this guy was super aroused by balloons. Like he had to look or smell or touch a balloon so he could orgasm. And it turns out that there is an entire community that was the same way. So again, you guys, you can go online to FetLife.com, get into a community where you find out that you are not alone. We tend to think we're super alone and super fucking weird in these things. And there are so many people out there just like us, fucking weirdos, all of us, every single one of us, we're all fucking weird, you know? There is never a time when a chick has farted on a guy's dick, either on purpose or accidentally, and he freaks out because it turned him on. You're normal. That literally, the vibrations on your dick, like that, I get it. We're literally, you guys, we are all just dirty, dirty heathens. All of us, every single one of us just wants to fuck. We just want to come. So quit being normal. Embrace your weird. And with that, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Ruby May. Oh, you guys, and just one more thing really fast. Sorry. I wanted to add that I am doing a spinoff show, and I'm going to be calling it Down the Rabbit Hole with Ruby. Now, I will be plastering it over every social media platform I have, and it's pretty much just a lot of these curiosities that I have that, well, you know when you Google one thing, and next thing you know, you find out that a dinosaur had a cloaca like a bird and so that's how they made it yeah yeah I'm not very proud of that one I will say but how dinosaurs had sex so yeah figured that one out they even made a whole tweet thing on it it's embarrassing but once again I embrace my weird so how can you get someone to either accept you for who you are or you know what? Actually, I'm going to rephrase myself. If you accept a person and their fetishes for who and what they are, your person will be extremely grateful. They will be unnecessarily grateful. Like they just, they're so happy that you found this thing out, you didn't treat them weird, and possibly you actually like it. You're into it, right? You are the person that made them feel like they are normal. And I actually have a joke about this. I always say this. I've dated men with fetishes. First guy was a foot fetish, never had to buy shoes for a year. Second guy had a rope fetish, 
never had a bug wrote for piñatas ever again. Third guy. I mean, they all end up just having a weird fetish, you know? Some of them have an ass fetish. And that's just, they just want to rub on your butt all the time. Some guys have a massage, a massage, a mas- fucking have mush mouth. And I'm leaving that in so that you guys can hear the mush mouth that I get. But there are guys out there that love to massage. That's an actual fetish. Like, that's a kink that they have, right? And there is a difference in between kinks and there's a difference in between fetishes. Like, no. There's a difference in between a turn-on, a kink, and a fetish. Kinks and fetishes, they're kind of in the same category. Kink is more like you're open about it and then the fetish, it's more secretive to you, right? Like, this is something that you only do behind closed doors. And a turn-on is like me. Like, I love hands. I love hands. I like looking at the veins in hands. I like coming on hands, fingers. I think it's a beautiful thing. So the more that you actually accept someone for who they are, the more grateful that they become for you because you're treating them like they're normal. And that's exactly how they should be treated from day one. Now, if you get into a relationship and you've been in this relationship for a really long fucking time and they chose the day after your wedding to be like, hey, I want you to piss on me. And you were like, ooh, that one's weird. I'm probably not going to do that. Or they're like, I want to try felching. And don't Google that. It's gross. I'm not into it. I will not judge you for any kink except for felching. Don't Google that. But if the person I'm with was like, I want to try felching. I would be like, and this marriage is annulled. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could literally just go on and on and on and make jokes about all of this stuff. But in all reality, you guys, as long as you are accepting of someone else, that's all that anyone really wants is acceptance. You know what I mean? And that's why I tell you guys, go on these websites like FetLife. You don't have to go on the dark web, okay? As long as you go and you google whatever it is that you want to google you guys will figure out that you have an entire community behind you like there are so many people out there that think that they're weird because they think that a girl with cute feet is weird you know and that's absolutely not weird i think that foot fetishes honestly they show a lot about your own personal hygiene you know what i mean you take care of your feet if you take care of your feet you take care of the rest of your body like I mean, to me anyway, I don't know. I don't, I don't go down on girls, so I've, I wouldn't know if a girl's pretty feet and then you go up to her and then it's like, well, the hygiene there is not correct or proper or what have you, you know? And then there's guys out there that prefer bush to not bush. There's guys, there's people out there that prefer, a man, women out there that prefer a man with hair than a man that doesn't have hair. I personally love myself a fucking werewolf, okay? Even better. Love it women out there that prefer shaved versus trimmed versus beard. There's so many things out there and we're all weird. So embrace it. Embrace your weird. As long as you keep being yourself and staying true to yourself and as long as you don't feel like you have to hide who you are, as long as it's not children, okay? Love yourself, accept yourself, and go from there. Seriously, I don't want anyone to say that they fucking like kids. Like, I, no, that's not okay. All right, with that, thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Ruby May. Bye.